what's up and hello we are tipping our caps now that we're this side of messing it up we're tipping our caps to the video feed and to the whole world out there circling up for episode 172 of the bloodshot eyes and sore thumbs podcast let's go let's go dude what's good guys how y'all doing hey man squirrely nice dude that's nice and these these guys that i'm talking about this is um the elder crow brent hello sir hi everyone yeah indicate the wave dude this this visual interactivity is really neat it's really here let me i like it a lot better yep yep you know who else i like a lot best eagle alive right over here hi guys hello hey bud what's good how's everybody doing what oh chilling man thank you all very very much for covering my booty last week no problem had a good time great signing show love y'all Thank you. And thank you to everybody who is tuning in right now. Uh, we super appreciate you. We know, um, to quote Jay-Z, you can be anywhere in the world tonight, <laughs> but you're here with us. It works better if it's live, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> Thanks anyway. It works better um, if you're Jay-Z, was... you know. Touche. <laughs> Touche. That's French for good one, buddy. Hmm. Uh, but I'm sure you already know that. <laughs> Anyways, let me get back to thanking these beautiful people. Thank you so much for subscribing. If you follow us, uh, our RSS, or if you're just finding us for the first time, hello, we do this game, this game, this show weekly on gaming and radness from Edgy Stances, Digital Studios, edgystances.com. Hello and welcome. Hey. We had kind of an interesting week this week. I'll get it. I'll get it rolling like this, boys. Now that things are starting to happen again out there in the world of gaming, it was very strange for the past uh, couple months. But some stuff is finally starting to roll out, and uh, we get to talk about it. Such as we finally get to see this PS5, right? Maybe on Friday. Right? Friday. Tomorrow. No, tomorrow. Right. Tomorrow. Let me Th- see. The eleventh. Check my my Jacob watch. Got you. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm Jacob Rattleboya. By the way, I didn't oh hey, that. nice <laughs> to see <laughs> you. <laughs> Playing it fast and loose this week. I see Jacob. So wait, before we get into it, I got this question that I want to ask you guys. This has been bothering me all week long. Hit me. So I've been thinking about this a lot lately. So say Logan, and uh, you know the Wolverine, mm-hmm. okay, and Luke Skywalker get into a fight, like. What I'm asking is not about who would win, but would a lightsaber cut through adamantium? Yes. Like cut yeah. the claws or amputated limb of the Wolverine? Like yeah, butter. Right? Okay, fair enough. I'm just thinking like who would win obviously trivializes – I mean it, it trivializes the fight if, if he could. I'm just saying. Does I mean I like, feel like but... there's already lore out there that like whatever metal they use in Star Wars isn't like steel or titanium. It's probably some crazy unknown metal look. even crazier than adamantium, right? Look with your special metal. I'm sure there's – I'm, I'm sure that's a thing. Special. I mean ultimately – yeah, I'm just asking because the, the absolute – terminal limit of horror i suppose of a lightsaber's like the the essence of a lightsaber's charisma is based on if you're, you're gonna lose something important to you if you engage yeah but if it can't cut off your limbs then i mean simple easy money does we wolverine know, know who his father is <laughs> that's a good wait that, he like that's he a like good question over to the right for a little bit then looks back and says who, i'm a skywalker who be logan's daddy huh <laughs> And have you ever seen him and Darth Vader in the same room? I mean, I'm just saying. Who is Logan's daddy, and what does he do? But um, okay, well, I'm glad y'all. I'm glad we're on the same page here. Um, I too thought a lightsaber could cut through adamantium. So um, everybody listening, if you have your own opinion, we're at Edgy Stances on social media. You can get on Twitter, Instagram. You can get on TikTok. Eagle's been pioneering. The TikTok, I'm going to do, was, like, I'm so thrilled with him. I was the like, first TikToker ever, if you remember. <laughs> I'm going to make a movie about you, buddy. I'm going to call it a TikTok. Oh. And it's about the eagle. Mm. That's not, so, like, if you, when you take this idea, I'm suing you. Yeah. Not you guys, but. No, it's going to be like the 30 right for 30 they do on my life, and it's going to be like <laughs> TikTok. Dirty for dirty. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so it's at Edgy Stances on there. Uh, Eagle gets crazy dubs. Uh, the Crow does as well, but the Crow does not um, share his secrets with us. He doesn't have those those clips up. But um, yeah, I'm going to crunch it down. I'm talking too long. Um, from those social media sites, you can find 
um, instructions to get on the Discord, where in times where people are chilling at home, gaming, talking to each other, uh, find some like-minded people that are actually on the really nice side. So, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, real easy to jump in there and make fast friends. That's real. That's that real. Being that being said. Well, where do we want to jump in? We have this list. Of, well, I already talked about PS5. Let's talk about PS5, man. I'm excited. Are you excited? Let's do that. Let's do that. So PS5. Um, I have not seen this at all. Begin. Uh, I'll I'll ask. um, Have you guys seen the, I guess it was Unreal Engine 4? Is that what it is? Some sort of. Five. Yeah, five. Five is the new one that's about to come out. Uh, They gave like a, I don't know, 10 minute um, kind of video kind of showing off. Uh, what the engine can do and specifically saying it was they were almost saying it was like uh, the PS5 has like propriety to be able to run these things and just showing like uh, billions of like polygons on screen at a time or triangles they were saying specifically and just like the 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 lighting and everything that they were showing off in this demo they kept just touting about how the PS5 will be capable of doing this and I watched a video with a uh, a game dev um, watching it, like kind of reacting to it. And what he was saying, he was blown away by is, um, he's like, you know, this isn't like a rendered video. This isn't just a video they're showing. This is gameplay. Yeah. Um, and he was blown away by. Uh, yeah, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it was it was a very like simple but insanely gorgeous uh, game. But he was saying how uh, th- the thing he he. It can't really understand is is the um, reading and writing that a disc or just a hard drive or SSD would have to be capable of dumping that information onto screen that quickly. But Sony has what months ago said that they're they're they have this like proprietary super crazy fast SSD, right? Yeah, saying it's like almost instantaneous. Yeah, so mm-hmm. that that goes to then confirm sony saying hey we have this crazy um ssd technology that's in our playstation that's why you should buy ours and the first thing that this dev said was how are they getting the read write speeds this fast this is you know i don't even have access to technology like this so that definitely peaked my ears up because i was like do they have something that people don't know about can i throw something out there real quick can we just say what ssd means throw that out there. solid solid state, state drive, drive. Solid state drive, which yeah. is different from it's a hard you know, drive just... without a spinning disc in it. Yeah, so, so hard drives have mm-hmm. actual discs, and then kind of like a, a record player, you know, a needle kind of comes over the spinning disc. Hey, and come on reads now, it. we're not boomers over here. It's like a CD player, okay? Yeah, but <laughs> but there's like an actual arm that comes over. No, see, so like CD a record player, player. Just use lasers, oh. just like... and then you pick up as many of the jacks as possible. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, uh, SSDs but, I mean, are like much faster. They're pricey right now, which is what like everybody's concerned with, you know. And, but not really. Like um, the other day, I just picked up a terabyte uh, NVMe M.2 SSD, which is kind of the cutting edge technology in SSDs. I was showing Eagle; it's about the size of a stick of gum. Um, that has a terabyte, you know, much like you know your three point five uh, inch hard drives, actual disked yep. hard drives but this thing's about this big same space but i don't know 20 times like faster on the read drive. write speeds so <laughs> but what did I that mean, cost you was it how much was that uh 170 dollars and See, i mean like 170 dollars just for your hard drive in a console is like a ton of money sure mm-hmm. but i mean the, like I mean, that, that's like projected 40 percent almost of the price yeah but i mean that that is one of the most top of the line ssds there's way cheaper ones out there i just bought samsung it's a it's a good brand they are the most expensive but they're reliable that's why i got it i mean mm-hmm. you you got you have western digital what you know what's in your playstations your xboxes right now those 3.5 millimeter hard drives um that are way cheaper than like a samsung uh m.2 mm-hmm. So, There's been a lot of talk about the SSDs, though. I like. I'm wondering if they're not going to skimp on it, like they have in you know components in the past. Because, like you said, like a lot of the stuff they've shown with um, how how taxing it's going to be on the console, um, you're going to need a pretty beefy SSD to like to run this stuff. Well, 
not even beefy to be able to run it as in but see that's the thing though I'm t like I'm talking and what this dev was talking about is uh, is an SSD that doesn't exist right now or at least that would be insanely expensive because remember these games if they're at this high of fidelity they look this good it doesn't matter how much information needs to be dumped another thing is how much storage you need he's like yeah. dude these games would be massive he was like you know in this 10 minute little trailer this is probably at least 100 gigs right here alone so like mm -hmm. imagine that like a, a game is three terabytes which eventually we will get there but so yeah absolutely i mean if you guys are just talking about like oh 180 just for your one terabyte dude one terabyte's not gonna cut it anymore like at all i remember it doesn't cut it now the game Exactly. I remember buying the game Descent for the Windows 95 platform and being like, ah, oh, 20 megabytes. What am I going to have to <laughs> I need a second floppy disk, Mom. <laughs> I know. Now songs are like at least four megabytes, and that's just a song, right, in a compressed file as it is. Sure. But, yeah, that's fascinating just, you know, as as these pieces get smaller and smaller, you know, I, don't, I know this is neither here nor there, but we're talking about the prices of stuff. And my personal belief is that, like, yeah, you buy top-of-the-line Crow. You're talking about Samsung and all that stuff. This isn't, like, a commercial for anything, but I'm a believer that you kind of get what you pay for, at yeah. least with tech, because yeah, it's not just about the, the, the pieces that are in there that, that, that facilitate the reactions and the data transfer. It's about the quality of the screws, the quality of the, the soldering, Absolutely. the quality of the plastic used. All that stuff contributes to the ultimate lifespan of the, of the piece of tech. Mm -hmm. And I believe you do kind of get what you pay for. Otherwise, you're just kind of rolling the dice and hope you got a good one out of the lot yeah. if you buy cheap. But that's just my personal opinion on that. Yeah, but I mean, with all that being said, dude, I can't see uh, what the what the estimated uh, MSRP right now is like 600 700 for the PS5. I don't see how this thing could be that for cheap. The um, Series X that we've seen, like these consoles that 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 what were six months away from seven whatever long um uh these things are going to be powerhouses if if what they're like saying they're is true trying to, i feel like they're trying to just really compete and put a console out there that's going to have a lifespan of 12 years no way 15 years no and way yeah, no PCs. but see that won't even so happen beefy you think they'll be left in the dust quickly yeah, I'm, i think this yeah. the lifespans are going to get shorter and shorter because like we saw them do with this generation, like PS4 Pro, Xbox One X, like these refreshes as better components come available, which mm -hmm. it's not a full mm -hmm. generation jump, right? Like still runs the same games, still, you know, the same experience for the user. It's just more. It's just better, uh, higher quality. Faster. Yeah. And Can get I, that information processed and to our eyeballs faster. So again, to bring up my favorite topic, before. when do these things become modular small pcs you just put them up your nose and you just like i feel like some red dead 5 is it next generation we rip out the graphics card we put a new processor we get different memory we get more what, what you're talking about is like i know we talked about this a couple weeks ago uh the idea of modular consoles mm -hmm. right it, it, is that what you're saying yeah. like okay just to be very simple about it so i can say it in audio terms for people listening like Imagine like a big box made up of eight little boxes that are each one of your components, and then box two can be replaced for a new box two if you're yep. not only if it's messing up, but as it evolves, it can yes. get box two version 2.0, and you just plug and play. Yeah, instead of buying a new $500 Xbox One X XX420 like no scope thing, but I feel like our conversation about this last time we talked about it went real different. Like they're never going to go that way. You believe? No, mm -mm. no, no. They're no just going to keep iterating new consoles. No, 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 no. Again, yeah. I, I've always said that this generation that we're about to see will be the last generation of. Here's your box. That's it. Come ask us for a new one when you need it. I <sighs> truthfully believe that. I. But like, that I don't think they can. I don't think they can get I away with I'm it. I guess I'm misunderstanding what you're saying because we're talking about we just mentioned shorter lifespans of consoles. Yeah. Well, so, like, as a business, they want to keep selling you consoles, right? Like, mm -hmm. getting getting Absolutely. the four, five, $600 out of you every few years is huge Getting that them. extra 200 that having everything encased in that molded plastic entails. Uh, you know? But I think the other thing about consoles, like, different from PCs is, you know, the audiences are a little different, you know, and you can make sweeping generalizations about either, but you know, your PC crowd is, is usually more of a tinkerer crowd. 
you know they they mm-hmm. like things to be their way specific you know sure. i want this i want these lights i want this kind of ram have faith in their handiwork too some people don't even want to go down that road yeah or you know and you it's know, like the high roller option of things too right like that's that's like the most power is top of the line stuff um the the thing that i think these manufacturers to be careful about is the like the typical console customer i don't think wants to mess with any of that stuff they want to pull it out of the box hit the power button and play their favorite game like no questions asked like true you know i don't want to put a new fan in my xbox i don't want to change the power supply when a better one comes out it's just like but but if it was easy if it was easy as plug and play you're telling me you instead of buying your new xbox one x you wouldn't have just bought the little thing you pop in the back of your current xbox for 150 bucks oh i feel totally comfortable with that like like yeah absolutely but i think we're in a like a select group of people who are like so not techie and right you right. know because like there are hundreds and thousands of people that buy an xbox to just play call of duty like, yeah. and do not yeah. care about the frame rate yeah. do not care about 4k just like I, I, I see it as like I want to play Mad Duty Machine yeah. or true. whatever. Like a, a very toy. true. It's noun is the sum of that title. Yeah, I. Hmm. And you. And I so, don't know. Like it's yeah. it's hard to say, but that it's push a really good point. To, it sucks to say, but that push to buy the next console though is kind of like. I'm sure there's a lot more to know about business and the economics of it and everything, but we seem to be in a weird spot right now with PC and console and consoles being a thing and video games being such a huge thing with so much money out there to be made. Um, it's like this stasis that they're trying to maintain and making people underst- you know, think that there's a difference between consoles and PCs. And I think that buying the console for Call of Duty Drive, that feeling we all have right now about the Series X that's coming out in holiday season, that pressure that we have to want to buy it as gamers. I think that's one of the things that's keeping consoles alive right now and separate from PC from not being completely overtaken and just eaten. And, you know, other hardware companies taking a stab at a console, you know, they got the parts in their, in their factory, so to speak, you know, what's stopping others. I think that's why you've seen like such a push and rise of the services of the console, right? Like game pass as an example, like I think Microsoft is getting closer and closer to the idea of like what box you have doesn't matter, what accessories you have doesn't matter. Just pay us this $10 a month. We'll serve you the stuff. You just keep you a customer for life, keep money rolling in. You know, cuz hey, they make 120 bucks a year at least off of you for Game Pass subscriptions. Yeah. You know, they don't, like we know that they don't make much money off consoles if they don't even lose money. You know, no, they do. They lose money for sure. It's yeah. That's not where with, they get their money from. With something like Microsoft being a first-party developer, though, I feel like I wouldn't want to wait for somebody else to push the bounds of technology. I would want to have plans for another console in order to push devs to keep making for me my own devs. If I were Microsoft, making my own games and such too, so you keep that line moving, line moving. And so when we get to the point of it being "quote unquote" modular or whatever, like. Will we see the same drive from these companies to put out fantastic games? Because right now they're neck and neck. Uh, so they're competing for our attention with huge amounts of software. And then these really fancy games are about to hit, like right before this console well, says goodbye. I mean, to, to round it all, all back on itself, like I was trying to say earlier, or what I was hinting at is, but I think Sony is doing that. I think Sony, in my opinion at least, they are pushing some bound. When it comes to being able uh, being able to read and write uh, the information on wherever whatever drive you have where this information is, because again, this stuff, if true, I mean, this is uh, a leap in technology in some sort of way, and I, yeah, that's I awesome. Significant, yeah. To have everything have a solid state drive, everything have. I mean, I'm sure the Series X is going to have that beefy cooling system, you know, heat sink in there and all that. The oh, these chambers. things have to have. <laughs> Vapor chamber, sorry, sorry. Hey, so dank. I Trademark. Mean, I mean, just with that though, these consoles have to have some pretty significant cooling systems, though. I w- it wouldn't surprise me if um one of these had an AIO uh, all in one, uh, like a liquid cooling system in there, because like mm-hmm. to be able to push these kind of games that they're talking about that hard and that small of a package, 
Whew. For that long, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I let's mean, just say three-hour sessions of pure overclock. <laughs> Man eater turned my Xbox One X off the other day. Actually, wow. Mm-hmm. Over and did quit on you, bud. Overheated. I was chomping and chomping on the beach. Couldn't be stopped. You're chomping too hard. Chomping too hard, there man. Was, there's only like one button in Man Eater. Sorry <laughs> for everybody loves Man Eater, but I'm just saying. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, Let's move it on, boys. Let's move it on. Yeah. Uh, real quick, um, I wanted to say something about the yeah. the PS5 event. So there have been some leaks about um, you know games that are going to be announced, shown, stuff like that. Um, there's some rumors about uh, new Far Cry either coming at this or at Ubisoft's event, which could be cool the leaks around it were... that's the rumor that's bouncing around because apparently the actor that said Vaz said some like cryptic stuff or at least so uh far cry stands want to take it that far <laughs> they said that um what they're hearing is it's a, an exotic location again yeah so, it's not in america anymore hey if they do a far cry I three like that was two, a bad move dude i mean it didn't lend it well. It didn't lend itself well to Far Cry. That game's fine. It's just not a good Far Cry game. Fair enough. Um, I don't know. The last one I really liked was four. But I didn't care for Primal, and I liked three before that. So there's also a vendor uh, with Amazon, um, who take it with a grain of salt, but they said that they're ready to list 118 PS5 games. Mm-hmm. So I don't believe it. Well, you gotta think. I think it's gonna include a lot of backwards compatibility. A hundred percent. They're not gonna announce 118 yeah. games, but yeah, it's still a pretty good lineup from what they've said. Like, we're working to get your favorite titles backwards compatible. And we're looking forward to it, man. Yeah. Looking forward to seeing that state of play. That's gonna be official state of play, right? Yeah. On the 11th of June. Yeah. As we're recording, this is tomorrow. No, that's so a full state Thursday. of play, not just talking about the PS5. It's every. It's a PS5. Like reveal, okay. Yeah, so. I think they, I think they dedicate them like Nintendo Directs and stuff now. Like Ghost of Tsushima had its own state of play, right? Like a week or two ago. So um, another very similar to state of play, same kind of format is uh, this week at Bungie. They have those every now and then over at Bungie when they want to talk about Destiny. We had a very similar thing happen with the Destiny event and the rollover of the season yesterday. We haven't talked about Destiny a lot lately. So I think it's all right to talk about now because there's some very significant stuff that's happening. I'm re- we're, we're visual now, so I get to look at – never mind. I'm going to black out Eagles again. This, it's I just, just a – it's a big wince. I just can't do it without – I just can't look without feeling like – I'm just playing. So, yeah, the live event, all right. Ugh. Total bummer. Yeah. I hate I, opening like this with, with stuff. So we saw the live event in Destiny 2 this week. Yeah. The conclusion of the little story arc of Earth and Rasputin getting over it um, and working together to solve this problem of the Almighty that's being thrown at us, right? Or was it being thrown at the sun? Yep. I forget because it didn't play all last season, even though they got my money for the season pass. Week. Womp womp. Yeah. I know. Womps to the max. Womps times three. <laughs> so I saw the live event in Destiny 2, the conclusion uh, of that. So my goodness, first of all, it took forever. But... For the first time, saw the NPCs in the tower. Even the ones that are truly there just for, like, decoration. Like, the ones that will, like, check you and, like, walk. Like, punk you out as they walk by, but they never say anything. They're all, like, changed their postures. They're looking at the sun. One's, like, taking selfies. It's just neat to see the tower in a state. Because this is the first live event that Bungie's ever done. Yeah. I don't think they did any of these with Halo back in the day either. No. If the capability was even there. No. Um, No. But yeah, so the Almighty got blowed up by some missiles and stuff. It's like Earth go hard. And it <laughs> fell in pieces all over the place. And, um, you know, and then you got your all I got was this lousy emblem. <laughs> thing that, that yep. Bungie likes to do with stuff. Uh huh. Um, you know, like, before we dive into a little bit more, I will say this. For all that we say about, you know, some of the content, our thoughts on the content that Destiny puts out and the things that they try, on the other side of things, I feel that they're always making some kind of, like, technological step. 
that isn't really registering to the public on a way that like we truly understand so like everybody was hating that last season but at the same time they just went new light they just went free with complete cross platform and it's not like I'm not being an apologist for Bungie yes I am that's exactly what I'm saying uh-huh. like, yeah. uh-huh. uh-huh. this is an apologist make a good point Bungie, and it'll be okay <laughs> but but at the same time though it's like as a being and their talent and their capabilities they're taking these big steps at the same time like pulling off a live event with a small team that we notice activision not being there mm-hmm. like we notice it and uh, i guess i just want to throw that out there because i've been pretty salty about destiny in the past i mean yeah. uh, since the divorce do you guys feel like i mean i i have no i have not played at all since other than just messing around in stadia do you feel like Destiny has been going into a better direction in general no. since the divorce? Interesting. Jacob? I don't. I think they're going in a better direction, but I ha- I don't think they've arrived anywhere yet. So that's like that's the main thing is all the things they talk about sound really cool, but sure. every every yeah. time I look at what they've like actually done, it's like small balance changes and like quality of life stuff, which hey, like as an MMO that's a few years old, like that's like that's kind of what a game is, right? You know, like it's yeah. just tweaking like the game. Um, but to like a laps player like myself, I'm not coming back for you know right without new stuff. You know, like yeah, like reading a note that says, "Hey, this gun that you use is going to be sunset." Doesn't like make me want to come back to Destiny. Like yeah. that may be a quality oh. of life change that makes it better for players who are actively engaged but you know that's not gonna bring me what quality of life change are you talking about the cap right now yeah or like sunsetting weapons and stuff okay got you got you what he's referring to is uh bungie started for the first time to put a cap on their weapons um if you don't if you're listening you don't play destiny um its whole draw is the loot uh and you would grind for a gun and it's arguable you grind real hard and you like that gun and you stuck with it and they didn't it would be up to you to change it up, I'll just say. Which, you know, some argue that it should be. Um, sounds like Eagle thinks it should be as well. Yeah, 100%. And, uh, like, this is yeah. a dress-up game, right? Like, this is... Yeah. Right. You know. We haven't talked for Destiny about Destiny for a while, and if, if people have not listened to us for a while, De- like, Eagle is a Destiny player. Like, he's the one that got me into it. He played all the raids on Destiny 1. As like, am I. As am I. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Crow. Crow no, is good. as well. We've just been a little... It's just been weird, you know, with with Destiny and where they're going. I think we all three still agree. Maybe arguably the best first person shooter ever, as of right now. Best first person shooter ever made. Yeah, I think so. We all agree. We have to. We have to remind ourselves too, or at least I remind myself. I'm going to not speak in terms of everybody. I have to remind myself that I'm also really impressed with, you know, Destiny being my first like MMO, and that's what it is. They took these ideas of like EverQuest, um, you know, big MMO strategies, and they put it in a first person format with a gun yeah that's quite a feat exactly that's like you know chocolate chips and cookie dough and ice cream (laughs) sounds lit right and here we are today you know like it's but at that time nobody had really was really messing with that and their biggest push is loot it's one of their biggest draws because the only thing you have to do in that game is shoot stuff is pull the trigger you can't go there aren't as in other mmos there aren't other pursuits like Skyrim or not Skyrim, Elder Scrolls. You're finding herbs and you're selling those things like Star Wars Galaxies in the past where you could be Taylor I mean, or a Jedi. But I mean, th- there are there's some pretty damn good puzzles in Destiny that are kind of mind blowing once you get to the end of them, right? Uh, I like the level design. Yeah, there's a lot of good yeah. stuff in there, mm-hmm. but like, I have zero motivation to play that game at all. Mm-hmm. But I do see to to bring it back around to what Eagle was saying about sunsetting guns. I think it's just an obtuse, a totally left-turned um, direction they're approaching a first-person MMO. Like, how else are we going to keep this fresh? Well, mm. if we retire some guns, then we can go nuts on the loot. We can design really awesome ones. If they don't work, people are already used to buffs and nerfs and things being all out taken out now. Well, see, and... I think like that situation solves itself is – if you made something that was cooler than the recluse submachine gun that I use, I would use it. But mm-hmm. like there hasn't been, right? Like they haven't pulled off yeah. like new cool guns. It's been you know, like 
they made this big exotic like the last quest that i was a part of was that um what's it called xenophage like the the yeah. heavy machine gun sniper thing divinity was tight divinity was awesome and like divinity is equipped on my character right now i guarantee it you know and like that stuff 100 percent. but like not letting me use it or like sunsetting and leaving them in the past and stuff like that is like the lamest thing you could do to a player in an mmo like that's yeah well, i mean so that was sad yeah that was like my biggest gripe from the jump of destiny 2 is like wait wait, wait everything i did in destiny one this is a direct continuation i saw yes. my same exact character i yes. have none no, none of it why don't you let me keep all my stuff and just make better stuff or at least make stuff that you know is still in the meta of what that was so it has a replacement or at least a counterpart like yeah. this is destiny but two but no then you... then uh, by the season and uh, you have the opportunity to get your old stuff back like no make it a quest that like a very long elaborate quest to be able to get all of your your stuff back i, I don't know so one thing that i submit to what you're saying is that um this actually was talked about in there um this week at bungie was the uh destiny content vault did you hear about this no um so destiny i don't think they're going to be really improving upon their like a lot of their game engine a lot of their infrastructure we've seen them tweak it little by little over the past like year and a half really there so we know there's not a lot of space in that game quote unquote and uh so now they're talking about this this content vault where they're going to start parsing out pieces of the game and the way they're formatting the game and so now they can take stuff out you know almost sunset pieces of the game and still have them be within, you know, I'm, I'm not really, like, explaining this in the terminology that I need to be to give it justice. But um, it's just a way that they're formatting the game so that they can modularly take things in and out. And uh, that also means we can start seeing content from Destiny 1 again as well. They're talking about bringing back the Vault of Glass. And uh, anyways, just the idea of cycling things out will probably make the game still perform better. I think we're up to 108 gigs now. And um, every time you take off Destiny and reinstall that, you have to install everything just to have access to what is currently going on. Yeah, sure. And I think they're talking about switching that in and out too. And uh, just maybe having more stuff to do because I think one of the problems is just running out of room. Like you can't – maybe they just can't make a bunch of new strikes because of all the old ones being in there and it's just not in their plan yet to be taking strikes out. Sure they Destiny can. Too. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure they. I don't can, want to run the pyramid. That's what they're doing. One more time. Plan at the moment. Yeah, yeah. and, and bringing I, back I, old content from Destiny One, like, is cool in theory. But like, they've brought back so many guns from Destiny One, yeah. and like, they've been really surfing on that concept, bringing yeah. back the guns. Like, you you know they're keeping the Gallarhorn for like the big finale. Yeah, and loop. and like Destiny that's one thing that upsets me. <laughs> right. I mean, that's I one thing know, that upsets me. It's like. Hey, keep playing. We're gonna bring back some stuff you already did and had. Like, what? No, man. That's that's not a reason for me to keep playing to get something that I can just load this game up. I have it right here. See, well, it's all right there. Like, like, I love the Vault of Glass. It's one of my favorite raids they did in Destiny, and I absolutely. have no interest on playing it again. Nope. Like, yeah. it's a memory for but, me. You know, I don't want to run Oryx. I think they're trying to make Destiny 1 and Destiny 2 an all-around Destiny experience now. And that's kind of where they're trying to, to go with stuff. Um, I, I don't know. I think it's a decision that I deliberately make to embrace naivety. It's like the last form of imagination this world yeah. will allow it to take. And, you know, as far as this and the world event and all that, I, I do see the symbol the symbolism behind it. Um, we saved the planet and the world all got to see it at the same time. I hope it's the first step in a new direction for Destiny. Um, I know we say this every time, but it's like every time they disappoint people, they, they try and come up with something new to bring us back. Um, things like going free to play. Things like uh, retooling the armor and weapon systems. Eagle just talked about the sun setting thing. That's going to happen with armor too. Um, on on the guns and such. Mm -hmm. um, but on the other side, you can remap your own controller in Destiny now. Couldn't you do that with the elite anyway? 
Yes. You could, but you couldn't do it within the game. But yeah. So we got to also, you know, we got to see all these plans for Bungie for the future of Destiny. They talked. They talked about their three title card expansions. I think they're trying to put us all at ease. We got Beyond Light coming out in September with um, the, uh, the Witch Queen uh, in next year and Paris. the Bing Bong in the year after that. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Right. Uh, but yeah. Next up is Beyond Light, and. I think we we should we should we should wrap up on Destiny. Yeah, Beyond Light. What does that even mean? I don't even want to get into it. I just, I don't, what does well, that mean? There's a new subclass, dude. That's what it means. There's there's now stasis. Cool. Okay, new subclass. I'm kind of interested. Absolutely. Solar arc void stasis. I mean, it retools the whole. You got to retool the game. Yeah. You have to retool the whole thing. So it's like. I know it's the same thing. It's like, oh my god, they're doing something brand new. Let's go play it again, and there we are a week later doing the same heroic the public event. Pass. You know, right. like, have the sparrow, not, or we are playing Overwatch instead. It's a great I game. It is. It's one of the best that yeah, I just don't want to play right now. Yeah, it's a it's an amazingly boring game. Come on, man. The darkness is there now, though. Questions are being answered. Dude. Oh, there's... Okay. Hello, darkness, my old there, friend. Dude. dude, go check... Yeah, dude, your old friend's there. <laughs> go say hi. Go say hi to that singular. What else we got up next? What else we got? What else we got? What else we got? Uh, real quick, I wanted to mention, have you guys seen these Twitch streamers getting banned for copyright music claims from, like, 2016 and, like, stuff like that? Yeah, I was seeing who headlines about looking this. looking this up, though, is what I want to know. Who, who are these? Like, okay, I, I did the same. Not a whole lot of knowledge about it. But if you're an internet hall monitor like that, I don't know. It's but probably like, just AI. Yeah, but, but when the VODs go oh, up, the AI automatically mutes those sections of, of the VOD. So I don't – clearly they don't have a problem with them doing it, you know, live because obviously there's – twitch eyes watching pretty much every single stream even if there's zero people watching i don't uh, what what's the issue right now how why why and how is this coming up so it's only because um dmca like uh claims have been made against the videos so like of course if a claim gets made you know twitch as like the middleman if you will the host like legally has to side with the um person filing the complaint guilty and guilty until proven innocent 100 percent. yeah um but it's guilty because you're already guilty type of thing so sure um i saw some streamers out there (laughs) like hey all you guys that have been using copyrighted music on your streams you kind of knew this was going to happen right like yeah this was this was the the fire you were dancing with i mean I, Um, i felt like youtube seriously cracked down on this in like 2008 2009 um. Yeah. Oh, when the DMCA laws and everything came down. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, that at was, least uh, the f- the few YouTube videos that I had posted up back then, um, I got emails about it. I was like, hey, you know, you have some music in there. Uh, we're gonna mute your whole video unless you want to do something about it. And I was like, no, not really. Just mute it. I don't really care. Was this the one where you were listening to Three Eleven and blowing smoke rings? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> spot on. Of- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Amber is the color of my energy. Yeah, totally. Uh, yeah. So I mean, just saying. Like I've I've been hearing about this What's since up, then. Uh, but up. so this goes as a like a public service announcement to not use copyrighted music on your streams because they will find you years later. But that's okay. That's okay because license free music exists and these people are lit. They're the, our music is license free. We've talked about wanting to switch it up as we go through these seasons, mm-hmm. but it's just so lit. We keep it. It's so like, good. It's so good. Like, my my thing with some. that though, I mean, literally the top tier streamers. Every day they do this. Like they, they think the ninjas, the, the shrouds. Everyone though. Oh, like use like everyone real music. Every like, single. Like Twitch streamer heads and does this because out. there's no ramifications. Yeah. So well, now there's ramifications. It's Why would happening. like them to go after? I don't know. Whoever's the biggest on Twitch right now. Now that Shroud and Ninja are gone. Doc Taylor Swift is coming after us, boys. We can't use treble anymore. <laughs> we just can't do it. Oh, 
Eagle, you're sinking. I'm sinking over here. I'm in a hole. (laughs) We're losing him. We're losing him. (laughs) What is going on right now? It's so sad. I got a game that I played this week, but I want to see if, like, we've been talking about stuff that's been going on. Um, I I don't want to cut anybody off about that. No. We're good. Um, We're good. Yeah. Yeah. I played, uh, I spent some time on, um, Man, I need a new game to come out. I cannot wait till next week when The Last of Us Part Two comes out. I'm so week? excited. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I mean, it may be eight de- eight days, if not seven, like that kind of thing. Kind of warm up the PS4. I guess. Oh, I can't wait. I've actually been on mine because you know Apex is fun. I'm not the biggest Battle Royale dude. Overwatch is fun, but like I'm there to game because of the single player campaigns. So I've just been like starving, man like really wanting to play something like that and so i picked up everybody's gone to the rapture the ps4 i'm about four years late that's all right um yeah y'all remember that banger no never heard of it have you heard of dear esther yes okay have you ever heard of that developer of that game called the chinese room Mm, no okay well they made dear esther and everybody's gone to the rapture don't know if you've heard of it oh yeah, pretty much. I believe it's one of the early t- early tiles to come out using Unreal Four, being a tile from like 2015. I, I think that was like, I don't know. I think the first Unreal Four game I ever heard of was like Daylight or something, and that was early access. But before that, so 2015 is kind of when I remember all this stuff. Beyond that, I really remember Numa, Breath of Life, hitting the scene with Unreal Four, and that was like holy buckets. Everything was wet. Game I'd never seen. Everything was shiny. Everything was wet. You're right. Just dripping wet. Anyways. Um, <laughs> well, how's the rapture? <laughs> huh? How's the rapture? <laughs> well, it's what we call, it's what is now referred to uh, as, for people listening, uh, a walking simulator. It's half tongue-in-cheek, but that's just kind of what stuck. It's kind of a game where you're walking around. Maybe some folks out there maybe played Life is Strange. That one guy, That one got a lot of popularity, so maybe you've seen that. But it's kind of like that. You're walking through a story. You're walking through some art. Um, it's truly an interesting medium. But I'm going to say uh, it got on my nerves a little bit. Oh. Um, yeah. I mean, it just showed its age. But, huh. you know, to me, there, there are some good reasons that aren't necessarily the fault of their own. Um, and after a little while, it just seemed like kind of a project in building worlds in Unreal 4 with, like, very, very little action ever made by the player. The story appearing as voiceover work and symbolic human profiles tacked out like flashbacks. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? To like, uh, tell uh, the story of six particular people in the situation. Uh, what was that game? So, Tacoma? Yep. 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 Tacoma was actually even more interactive than this. Because mm. to go, like, uh, But again, Tacoma came out five years later, four years later. Right. Uh, like, everybody's got in the rapture. It's like you're walking up to a place and it's like stand here for a while and watch what we have for you. Hmm. then walk on to the next place it's not really a whole lot in much in terms of puzzles or anything either um it's just supposed to hit you in the in the fields i guess it's not terribly focused it's not terribly optimized again i feel it's probably just an early work but you know is it a good story yeah uh i mean it is interesting it just didn't really i don't know it just didn't really get into it like if i had to i don't know we don't hit a very satisfying revelation at all at the ending like that's oh, you beat it. Can... Huh? You beat it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's a absolutely. short thing, yeah? Like a few um, hours? I would say maybe six hours, like, top. There's yeah. no real payoff, and the narrative settles into a peculiar viewpoint to me. And you don't know who you are in the game either, so it's like you're dealing with this, you know, it's like, okay, unreliable narrator, whatevs, but then you don't go through any changes of viewpoint, character, big reveal. IDK, I'm not trying to beat it up. Again, it just kind of feels like a cool art project that was given wings somewhere along the way. But, I mean, no disrespect. Interesting. It sounds like mad disrespectful. But, you know, I don't mean it like that. Um, it was still fun. I still enjoyed the time I went through it. You just walk too slow, man. Oh, dude, <laughs> that is like... Slow. That sucks in those you games. You don't see your feet. Deal breaker. Yep. And there's no title card. No. None. Interesting. None. You know what game you're playing because it either said it on the box or you click the tile tile on the home screen to launch it. 
Dang. It's the only way you know you're playing that game. Get that trash out it's, of it's you. It's probably in there everywhere. No, it's it's like, I know it's super groundbreaking. It's Sony Santa Monica and uh, the Chinese Room. And, yeah. All right. I think it was 10 bucks. You got PS4 on your board. Speaking there are of. lots of games out there. This is the one I played. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'd recommend it, dude. There's just so many bangers out there that are in this genre. But this is right. one of the ones that started it. It's just what I got. Yeah. I mean, speaking of walking slow, um, I'm not going to lie, guys. <laughs> this is going to sound weird. I don't know if if uh, 343 is what, – what, what is it called? Uh, <laughs> with the government uh, uh, like blasting you with like beams that like, go in your mind. What is it called? Gang stalking? Gang stalking. You guys ever heard of that? <laughs> no. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, what's that thing with the lasers? Uh, gang, gang stalking. You guys heard of this? You guys have I've any heard idea what I'm talking? Gang stalking, but nothing that involves beaming well, things from well, space. I think three four three is gang stalking me because legitimately I've been, just been seeing you around and intimidate. You? Yeah, they're just uh, they're no. just omnipresent. I don't think there's any lasers involved. If they got lasers, I mean that's some good high quality gang stalking. I mean that would intimidate me for sure. What I'm trying to say is, legitimately, I've been seeing one one seven everywhere. I cannot explain it. I obviously I'm looking for it now because I see it like 15 times a day. I'm like, oh, that's one one seven. I'm away with three eleven and four twenty. And Eagle, don't be mean to me. Cut it out, dude. Yeah. I'm all one one seven. So. uh Speaking of slow walking, I fired up uh, Halo 2 on PC last night because that came out uh, a week or two ago. What? Heck yeah. Halo 2 Heck on yeah. PC online. Dude, it How'd feels it so insanely How'd, bad, that 45 but so go. good to play. Yeah. Like It feels like hot it's garbage while playing it. But it is in slow motion slow motion but man am i hitting these headshots in slow motion so well <laughs> oh my god yeah well yeah uh, imagine playing counter-strike on half speed like you'd probably be real good don't get me wrong <laughs> i'm whipping my mouse left to right Fair real enough. quick but i just feel like i am in a tub of molasses in two feet of snow walking it's Every- brutal Every time I think of Halo 2, I think of when they used to put your emblem above your head. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Dude, really I love hard it. To read blue font. I love seeing the emblems move around because no yeah. matter where you are on the map, you can see where those emblems are. It e- makes even so if much it more correlates sense. to distance or not, it's so good, man. And like that's one thing I really, really do miss. I don't know why they left that behind, man. Dude, I mean, I guess a lot of the maps are a lot smaller now, right? I don't know, dog. Because I mean, I mean, there's still big Warlock team battle maps, Halo but two, you know, Sanctuary was in Halo two. Yeah. Longest. That's what, true. What, what, what was the longest hall remake on there? Narrows. Oh, or that was three. Oh, I remember that map. Narrows was tight, but it wasn't the longest hall remake. I probably sound like I'm full of it anyway. That's so long ago. So much love for that game. But, C is for Kronk. Uh, That's what's up. <laughs> bringing in like the Halo two remaster. Uh, you know, they have, like, the updated guns, like the Silence SMG that you actually zoom in with, yeah. all that stuff. So yeah. cool because mm-hmm. it still feels the same, but everything looks a lot better. So it almost feels like you're going you faster, <laughs> even though you're not you at play all. play Wetworks and shoot down the spires? But How man, many dude. times did you try and sprint? A thousand? The first <laughs> half so- an hour? Mantling over walls, sprinting, sliding, like all the movement abilities just aren't there. Yeah, but dude, being able to pick up a brute plasma rifle in my left hand and an SMG in my right and just mowing people down faster than shotguns feels so good. Um, And dude, I, I guess I forgot the best sniping in any game by far. Halo 2 is just the most satisfying. Yeah, yeah. I'll go further with three, but then I think they started to lose that feel. Yeah. Like once. They definitely lost it after three four three took over. So, I like bungee sniping. Yeah, like like three in my opinion had just too many defensive options that made it more about chess rather than being able to outshoot your opponent. I agree I with get that. you there. I get you there. Yeah. Hmm. Bubble shields, but, power drains. 
Exactly. So it was pretty terrible, huh? Huh? <laughs> no. Oh yeah, that's right. Halo Two was only shield. Mm-hmm. That kind of pissed some people off. I remember that back then. You didn't have any little health nuggets. Yeah, but I mean, well, like what? Were... Then that came back with Reach, and then still a BR is still gonna down you if the, the second shot uh, penetrates your shield and the third one hits you in the head. You're dead regardless. Yeah. Same I love thing. Halo. Headshots. Are I've headshots. grown out of moon jumping. I don't like that about Halo, but I love Halo. What? Okay. Dude, I, don't I used to defend moon jumping. I, I, I don't like it. moon jumping anymore. Uh, a lot of the uh, fiestas, which I don't remember originally being in Halo 2, I was playing a lot of fiesta last night. Just random guns, uh, random spawns, big team that's battle. That's my favorite. Oh, that's my oh, favorite. Oh, so good. Except when I would. It, fiesta, except one, one life, I would get a sniper and a shotgun. And the next life, uh, life I would just get a needler. And I'm on Blood Gulch. And I'm like, okay, I'm just jumping up to just to be headshot and just to get a new like, life. Please, yeah, my please. favorite is spawn plasma yeah. pistol switch. Yeah, plasma pistol. Yeah, great, great, cool. Uh, <laughs> dude, I'm this. definitely gonna go back though. I mean, the the lobbies were full really? for hours and hours when I was playing last night. Uh, it took me probably f- seven minutes to find the initial lobby, but I played with those people and then uh, you know rotating out the ones that would drop for like four you hours can't hate on developers making remasters of games when this is actually going on in public people are playing throwback really, yeah really into it i mean I, I played mainly the uh remaster but uh probably three out of ten was um just the original halo 2 yeah um almost always on uh the new the dlc maps from halo 2 though which i thought was weird hmm. but still Really, really nice to see like where it all started from, and and yeah. and just remember like, yeah, dude, this is what you used to do every day for a while. Like, dude, that game played you, a big part of my life for a little yeah, while. and I, I just it kept, kept me behaved, thinking, helped me get through stuff, met some cool people. Yeah, man. Halo I mean, that's 2. literally. I mean, Halo Two kind of revolutionized. Halo Two is the reason kind of we're all here where we are when it comes to gaming in general. Yeah. Like all the games, in a way, at least multiplayer. More literal than you may think, buddy. <laughs> yeah. When they shut those servers down, we're gonna lose a real one, dude. For real, <laughs> That's for sure. I might cry that day. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that dude. day, and when Bruce Springsteen dies, Halo Two on PC. <laughs> I just said something random. Bruce Springsteen. Reality, I probably would get a little bit of the man miss the day that Bruce Springsteen kicks the bucket. He's great. Yeah, now, bit, his yeah. music works like a hard drive does, like a record player. Well, yeah, the um, needle has to come out. Yeah. I'll answer your question if you tell me what a record player is. Mm. Plays records. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Fair enough. Olden times where they just name things after what they are instead of finding branding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they call things like the shake weight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but fair enough. Yeah, Springsteen. We need him. <laughs> wow. Dude, Halo 2 was tight, man. Yeah. I miss Wetworks. I miss, um, what was the one that was in the, um, the, and, and then I'll stop. The, the one, Headlong. Headlong. Mm-hmm. I have great memories of that map. Yeah, man. Love that map. It was, uh, it was really weird playing Halo 2 on this computer. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to throw this out there and be like, I know we got some people out there that know what we're talking about. If you hear us, reach out to us. Tell us what your favorite maps are. I know everybody's just going to say Nuketown because they're going to be cheeky. <laughs> hey, Nuketown's a good map. And I would like to play Halo on Nuketown, just to be fair. Oh, that's, that's totally a thing. of that? that How has Bungie not done that? That's totally a thing. The Forge community, that's 100% a they thing. They had to have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They had to have. Absolutely. Gotcha. What else we play this week, boys? Uh, I played some more Maneater. Actually finished Maneater. I was going to say, this is the conclusion, it. yes. It'll shut off your Xbox. The oh, final chapter of Maneater. It's going to overclock you. Uh, that game's okay. Um, <laughs> that game's okay. Three <laughs> weeks in a row. Just, just a shark doing shark things. Never got any better. Never got any worse. It stayed. You know, everybody wildly was so consistent. up. 
up about the novelty of that. Everybody was texting about it. Every gamer YouTuber that I watch had a little video on, on Man Eater. I mean, that's probably what people do when new games come out anyway, to be totally fair. And then there's just no – it just went away. There's just no, no, no speak of it. It's novel, but it just gets a little dry. One note, you know. Yeah. Um, Did but, you find the man that killed your shark parents in that – oh, wait, that's Batman. Uh, it still fits for this story because, yes, I did. <laughs> did you eat him real slowly so you regretted it? I mean. Have you heard the sound effect when you chomp? Yep. That's in Brent, but he's looking confused. Yeah, that um, the best part of that game still is the like stupid reality TV show format. And <laughs> they stick to it pretty well through the end. Yeah. Um, I do like some of the, uh, I think we talked about it last week, like the little landmarks that you find in the open world and stuff. They're kind of cheeky, you know, jokes at other properties and stuff like that. Yeah, find any uh, new cool ones or a new favorite one of yours? So I found a Happy Gilmore uh, tribute, huh. which was like, a golf course wooden hand? with oh. some skeletons and a bunch of hockey sticks coming out of a golf bag. Skellies. Okay. Um, Jake, I think we talked about it last week. I found the frozen banana stand from Arrested Development. Nice. There's always money in the banana stand. That's exactly what the announcer said. Hell yeah. There's, yeah. there's a lot of good stuff in there. Very nice. You know, but Very it's nice. fleeting. You know, it's five seconds of that, and then it's back to chewing sure. up carp. You know, like, whatever. Um, That's what's up. But yeah, it was all right. It was okay. I That is going to be a Game Pass game or Games with Gold or, like, PS Plus game that, like, will be fun for people to play. But I don't know if I'd recommend buying it, per se. Well, what was hours clocked? Like, 15. Okay. And I got, like, some completion stuff to do, collectibles and stuff, if I wanted to. Are you? Uh, I don't know. I started on it and like got a little old. You about to start your no hit run, bud? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, flawless. <laughs> I'm on the man eater randomizer run. Surprise Ray Dimitri, that account that you put me on, Brent. I'm <laughs> surprised they haven't gone through it yet. Right, yeah. <laughs> no just one shotting bosses at level one. They def- whoever that is defies reality. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, insane. if you're into Dark Souls hack and slash like like uh, YouTube videos on just crazy um, restrictions people put on themselves. Ray Dimitri, R E Y, and then it'll auto fill the rest if you yeah. get that far in the search bar. Um, but yeah, Man Eater. How many sore thumbs? Uh, one, and I think that <laughs> that lives just it's on its novelty. Game pass. You know, one it's out of gonna be game pass. six or one seven. out of two. I'd say one out of two. I give it a fifty percent out of a hundred. That is failing. Yeah, that's an F. Well, on a scale that only gives you three scores, 150 or zero, it's actually pretty good. Mm, fair enough. Yeah, you're going like that. When I get 50% scoped accuracy as Ana and Overwatch, I count it as a win. So There you go. I would say, yeah. Even yeah. if your team loses, a, it's a win for me. Chances are I hit. <laughs> Nailed it. Chances are I hit. <laughs> yeah. Um, but well, yeah, so oh. this week, uh, you know, you guys have anything else before we move into achievements? Do it. Nope. <laughs> All right. So, uh, no, sir, I really don't. I really just spent my time with the PS4 and just like it's it did. I just haven't wanted to really burn any of the time that I have, like doing the overwatch right now. I want something new, something fresh. I've been doing, I've been going outside. It's been hard. Beat Sekiro. Yeah, dude. Dude. You're right. Remind him of beautiful. it every is... week. Just just keep <laughs> reminding him. No, I totally forgot about it. No, it would be good. It's not a flex, but I had to buy a new TV. And, like, I didn't know how much I was missing out on because this other one that's now my monitor showing its age. And I didn't even know it. I turned these games on now as of, like, yesterday when I got the new TV. It's it's like visual cheesecake, man. I'm just sitting there like all these reds and oranges. Like I didn't know Tracer's goggles were like red with just orange reflection. I thought it was just yellow. I've been telling you to get rid of that 
old tube TV and record player combo you had over there. <laughs> <laughs> it's just an artist at a canvas that's just painting real time. Just, just as fast as you can. At them. <laughs> yeah, it's like how, how old anime movies used to be made. Oh, yeah, gosh. like that. So I'm getting the vibe um, that we're going to be rolling into this segment that the Eagle, our uh, resident statistician, always gets together for us. This is a pursuit that he's been following for years now. Um, since like just four episodes into starting the show, so like, I don't know, you're kind of a numbers king now, man, and I feel like we have some good perspective based on some of these percentages as to how the public takes to some of these games in the segment that he calls Overachievers. And let's just say, this one's a doozy, it's got some juicy ones just for you guys, just for you, I'm so excited we have this time together. Gam, 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 gam. So, this week on Overachievers, we'll take a look at Maneater. Surprise, surprise. (laughs) Spoiler alert. Um, And, yeah, we'll take a look at some of the most common down to some of the rarest. So, uh, kicking things off, we love this type of thing. Learned to swim, which is to complete the tutorial, which is sitting at another 100%. What is happening? Now, here's here's the kicker for you, Crow. There are four. 100% 100% achievements in this game. Four. What? Yep. Wow. That makes it unique, I believe. I think uh, so. Super. The, At least in our travels. That would This would be like the fourth game with 100% I think we've covered. But Something this like one that. has four. Are yeah. the achievements like good or is it just like bite a fish? I don't care what it is. <laughs> we never see hundreds. So they are all okay. like... Um, storyline specific (laughs) so like playing the game for 20 minutes 30 minutes you'll get them all those those four achievements Hmm. um it's like swim once yeah it's you just keep you know do the tutorial uh and like evolve which is all that stuff that you just kind of have to do in the first steps of the game um but yeah super impressive um all right so next up we got um there's a lot of the achievements in the game are completing areas and like all that stuff so uh i just picked a few of them the percentages are all pretty good uh so you've got uh ocean terror which is to reach mega growth which that is like uh, level 30 i think that's like the top level Um, level cap Yep, level cap. Yep. There are sunsetting sharks at this level, you know? Uh, mm, yeah. Mm. Uh, but so this one's at 55.82%. So 50% of the people maxed out their sharks? Is, is that indicative of beating the game as well? No. So you can max out your shark without beating the game. You can beat the game without maxing out your shark. Heard. So, but yeah, 55% of people, that's not so bad. Um, and then next up, I got uh, the new Apex Predator, which is to destroy all Apex Predators. Which, in this game, you kind of go through an area, you do some story stuff, um, and then an Apex Predator will come out like a boss of the area. Are these like um, mini bosses or side bosses? from Or like side quest bosses? Nah, they'd be like the main story boss. You've got to beat them to progress. Oh, oh God, okay. So there's like six maybe and they're nothing super special they're like just a more aggressive like higher level you know alligator or great white shark or a barracuda you know wait what's uh i guess that'd be spoilery what's the craziest boss uh the apex sperm whale okay yep it's kind of it's kind of moby dick it's white it's got a bunch of harpoons in it cool actually very cool it's kind of cool uh stupid but cool uh so i got the achievement for vengeance is mine which is to beat the game i'll keep it the description of it semi spoiler free right now um but yeah so beating the game 42.28 percent of people wow i feel like that might be the highest percent of actually finishing the the full story and it just came out, what, a week ago, two weeks ago? 
two weeks ago. Yeah, two weeks ago. Three Something weeks like ago. A year or two ago. I, you know, it was a Wii game, but they ported it. Right. Uh, but yeah, so 42% of people are already beat Maneater. And it's not a short game. Like, you guys think it's said 15 hours? It. Yeah. Um, but so I know we've talked about it before the infamy level, which is kind of like, um, the stars. Yep. Yep. So the more, uh, vengeance or more chaos that you create, the more stars you get, the infamy level will just go up and up and up. Um, so infamy level 10, that's the, the max level. Uh, each time you hit an infamy level, a new boss comes out that you have to deal with. Um, hmm. So they're like they're people in boats, so mm. they're like hunters. Uh, but yeah, reach uh, infamy level ten, which is something that I didn't do. I'm at like six or seven. It's you gotta you gotta mess up some stuff. It's rough. Yeah, um, but that's at thirty five point eight six percent. So not okay. too bad. Still super high. Yeah, compared to what I thought it was gonna be, you know. Uh, but then uh, we've got the rarest of the rare, the the most unique, uh, the lowest number achievement in the game, which is Queen of the Ocean, just to reach 100% objective completion in all regions. has to do everything, all the story stuff, all the collectibles, all the hidden stuff, uncover the whole map. That's up at 17.36%. Is that also the highest lowest number we've ever seen i there may have been a few up there but it's impressive yeah well like a spider-man on ps4 was like a 10 percent. i remember saying like 10 percent of people had or no that was just 10 percent of people had gotten all the achievements right yeah something like that but regardless say hey overachievers out there playing man eater watch out Watch hey, out. so I'm I'm gonna assume that then all everyone playing Maneater are all playing female sharks. At the end of the game, you give birth and get murdered, and it all starts over again. I'm kind of close. Nah, I mean, <laughs> you, they just put you back into the game. Like, hey, you beat the game, we'll cut you loose. Heard. Right. I don't want to spoil it, but don't spoil it. There's some stuff goes down. Dude, these are impressive numbers for a, um, what, what did you say? A uh, wildly consistent game. <laughs> yeah, uh, not great, not bad. Just kind of right down the middle of the road the whole time. Just same stuff the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for the show today. Um, Jake, I believe, has literally exploded uh, or disappeared. I'm not sure. This PC turned to dust. Got <laughs> Thanos snapped. This record player ran out of kerosene, <laughs> however those things run. Uh, uh, but uh, we want to thank you guys for listening. Um, you can find our show wherever you're listening to it currently. Um, check out uh, Dash Internet Radio. We're on the multiplayer channel. Um, a lot of great gaming-related stuff there. Uh, again, we're edgy stances pretty much anywhere. Twitter, TikTok, Instagram. Uh, join our Discord. You can find that on the Twitter or shoot us an email at edgystances at gmail.com. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Love to chat. Um, and yeah, let's get hyped on new stuff coming out. Last of Us? Ghost of Tsushima? Yes. Cyberpunk? Gosh. Yes. All right. I need something uh, to push this PC. Let's do it, man. I wanted to rip some threads and rate some frames. All right. Uh, well, I'm Best Eagle Alive. That's the uh, the eldest crow. We'll catch you next week, guys. Have the best day you've ever had. Thank you.